Hi there, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Pour It Out with Alana Beverly. I am your host, Alana, and I am very, 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 very excited to have you join me today. I'm extra excited today because this is a surprise, special, unplanned podcast recording that I am sharing with you all. And I am so, so, so excited. And the reason I'm so, so, so excited is because this morning I hit over 5,000 plays on my podcast and I am ecstatic about it. I listen, I don't know what is, what is important and what is not and what is typical and what is not because I am new at all of this. Um, And so maybe to some of you who may have a podcast or who have been listening to podcasts that are much bigger and much more professional than mine, it's not a big deal. But for someone who started out so nervous and uneasy and, you know, just freaked out, (laughs) terrified by all of it. Um, with so much doubt, someone who, you know, I had this dream, I've shared this before, but I had this dream three years ago and, you know, really talked myself out of it and thought it was going to be impossible and just gave up. And then last year that dream was reignited and that spark was relit. And I was like, okay, let's do this. But I did it very fearfully. And every week when I share a new episode, I do it. fearfully. And, you know, I enjoy doing it. People have asked me, do I like it? Do you know, what do I think? And I do love it. I love sitting down. I love hearing people's stories. I love that side of things, but it's still scary. It's unknown putting your, it's, it's scary going into the unknown and putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and just not knowing how it's going to be received. And so in less than a year and about nine, almost 10 months to hit 5,000 plays to me means a whole lot. And my heart is just really, really full this morning and I'm so excited. So earlier this morning, before I had hit 5,000, I was talking with my husband, Randre, and I said, you know, I have this one episode that we had recorded And I never did anything with it, but I also haven't deleted it. What do you think if I shared it? And so he and I sat and we listened to it this morning. And guys, this was from April, 2022. So it was, I had just kind of, I think in March is when I decided March, 2022 was when I thought I really want to go forward with the podcast. And So I started getting things in line and I started researching things and trying to figure out what I would need and everything. And so I had downloaded the app, which at the time was Anchor, now is Spotify for podcasters. And um, he and I were just testing things out. And so I said, well, let's just test this thing. So we started recording. (laughs) Um, The kids were home. I mean, it was just a, a night at home. So you can hear the TV. The audio isn't great. Um, the TV is really loud, so I apologize for it, but we just kind of sat down and we just, we, we were winging it. And so he sat with me and we chatted and we had a conversation. And as we listened back to it this morning, we thought that doesn't sound half bad. (laughs) And so 
Um, I want to share that with you all today and just let you know for a few reasons. One, it's fun because it's an episode with my husband and you haven't gotten to hear from him yet. Two, it was very unplanned and spontaneous and we were not, I mean, we didn't even discuss it before we started it. So it is a true fly by the seat of your pants kind of thing, <laughs> very spontaneous. And so um, not polished at all. Um, but also to just, you know, remind anybody who's maybe, you know, you have a dream inside of you and you are wanting to step out. You know, my prayer is that this will encourage you to do that and that you'll be able to hear this and, and see, you know, it was not great. I'm not saying that they are great now, but I hope that they're a little better the, the more I do it. But, um, you know, this was my first go at it. This was my first run at it. And it was just fun. It was off the cuff. It was just, you know, a night at home with us. And so um, I just, but I hope, you know, from that, you know, we are 32, 31 episodes in and almost a full year in. And I have learned so much. I have grown so much. And um, I hope that it's reflected in the quality that I'm putting out now. Um, but this is just kind of the beginning of where it all started. So anyways, I hope that you all enjoy it. I hope it's something that's just fun to listen to on a Saturday morning um, or Saturday afternoon while you're, you know, maybe cleaning the house or doing like I am today, a lot of cooking and food prepping and um and different things for the week. And, um, or maybe you're out doing what my husband's doing right now, which is taking a run and, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, it's short and sweet. It's only about 25 minutes. Um, so I hope that you enjoy it and I hope that it brightens your day some. So, um, hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend and I will join you back here on Thursday for a new episode of pour it out. And it's a really special one too. So, um, I will see you then. Hi friends. Today I have with me my wonderful husband, Randre. So we are going to just chat it up and uh, see where this goes. Hey babe. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Sitting here with our little puppy or doggy now, one year old doggy buddy. Just finished dinner and had a very good meal. Thank you for getting hibachi for dinner. Filled me up. And uh, now we're sitting here trying to figure out what this podcast app is all about. So welcome all of you who have taken the time out to check in with us. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that you had listened to some motivational teachings or talks and now you want to make all of these big changes why don't you tell us all about it well as you know since the day that we've met i've been one who's been about staying positive and about motivation and how i can personally improve myself and so uh, one of the things that i do to do that is listen to motivational speakers and one of the motivational speakers I recently listened to, his name is uh, Zig Ziglar, 
Well, he's not really recent. You've listened to him as long as we've been together. Well, I mean, recently as far as, you know, in the last probably week or two, um, he's been one of the ones I listen to. Uh, Les Brown and um, one guy named Eric Thomas. I was actually listening to him today and also last night. He's another uh, great motivational speaker, probably the number one motivational speaker in the world. And so, wow. yeah, he's just, uh, those are just a few of the names that I, I've uh, listened to over the years. And find it very inspiring. So, what are you planning you came in here and you were talking about there are going to be some changes coming up so what are what have you gotten out of these uh talks that you've been listening to lately that you now want to start implementing some changes give me three things that you are wanting to change immediately well good good question and as you know when i've listened to those motivational speakers you know, they're really gifted at encouraging you to be motivated. And so whenever you're in the environment of motivation, you come out of it motivated. And yeah. of course, I come out and I'm excited, I'm pumped up, and I'm ready to go, and I'm ready to conquer the world. And then the next day happens. And I get motivated, and I'm saying a bunch of stuff about how I'm going to change this and change that. And, well, I normally do it for about a day or two, and then... A week or two comes by and I kind of fall off the map with it. So um, one of the things that uh, Eric was talking about, Eric Thomas was talking about that I found interesting is how he spends his mornings and how he spent his mornings over the last 20 some years uh, that led him to the success that he's experienced today. And one of those things is how he invests his time. And he said that he found out that over the years he hadn't really practiced, you know, managing his time well. And so a lot of times he would have gaps in his day where he wouldn't have anything to do. And so he would kind of just squander it, maybe watch TV, maybe uh, just hang out with some some uh, people and not really have any purpose in doing that. It was just kind of just filling the time. And he realized that those times when he was doing that, he wasn't really pursuing his purpose or pursuing the things that he was passionate about or the things that were going to get him to the place where he ultimately wanted to be. And so one of the things that he really focused on was trying to be intentional about getting up earlier. And so he decided that he was going to start getting up instead of getting up around seven o'clock or eight o'clock, he was going to start getting up at three o'clock in the morning. Wow. That's a big jump. Yeah. And he said at first it was it was hard, you know, but he took baby steps at first and, you know, he, he would do it a couple of times and then, you know, the next week he'd do it a few more times. And then eventually he got to the place where his body started to get acclimated to getting up at that time where so much so that he didn't even have to use an alarm clock. He would just get up at three o'clock and be ready to go. And... You know, one of the things he said, he said he gets up and he already has a regimen that he does once he gets up at three o'clock. So by the time seven or eight o'clock comes along, he's already done um, three or we say he said five uh, videos on social media by, you know, a few hours. He's already done that. So, you know, it's very motivational when I hear someone talk like that. He's he was talking about success and how that was a part of his success regimen. 
And I just found that interesting. And, and so, obviously, once I got through listening with that, I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I need to start getting back into getting up earlier. And I, I was excited about it. And, of course, yesterday I got up at my alarm went off at 4 o'clock. And you looked at me like, what are you doing? Where are you going? I was like, uh, I'm getting up. Why are you getting up? I'm just getting up to, to get up and do do me. And so you kind of looked at me a little strangely. And after another few discussions about it, you know, I went about my business and, and started my day at 4 o'clock in the morning. Okay, so I told you, I asked you to give me three things that you were going to change. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, so I went around trail, a big but... rabbit trail on that one. Yeah, excuse me for that. Anyway, so one of the things was that I was going to be intentional about trying to get up earlier. Mm-hmm. And so my goal that I, I set for myself was to get up, start getting up at 4 o'clock. I normally get up around 4.45, 5 o'clock anyway to be at work by 6. So my intention was to start getting up at least by 4 o'clock. And so that way, once I get up at 4 o'clock, I can go ahead and take a shower do the things I normally do, but then that would also give me about an hour, 45 minutes of time where I can focus on doing something other than, you know, rushing around trying to get to work and, and, and missing out on some other stuff I could be doing, like spending time in devotions or um, praying or, or, you know, just really setting my, my plan for the day as far as what I plan to do at work and, and getting that stuff done. So that was one. One was getting up on time. Uh, the other one was uh, being intentional about um, once I do get to work that I don't just, you know, waste time there as well. You know, sometimes it's, it's very tempting in a job where you're sitting eight to nine hours a day to just sit in that spot and then um, to get a few things done. And then once you get a few things done, then you just take breaks and you just go on and, and take a few breaks. And, you know, I, I'm setting a course to where I'm going to be intentional about uh, doing extra. And so, you know, he talks about doing 120, going 120% in anything that you do or anything that you're pursuing and want to get better at. And so, you know, I find that if I can do that with my own personal work, then I think that I could do a whole bunch more within each given day that would help my productivity in my my area of work. So I plan to to set that in motion as well. And the third thing is just continually uh, doing the 120 or going the extra mile when it comes to you guys. You know, one of the things that he talks about is, is the 360 man and basically how, you know, if you can be successful in work, you know, if you can make 150000 a year and you can brag about how much you make and how much you do and how much you can get and acquire based upon your work ethic, he's like, you're not really fully or whole, you're not really being whole unless you're doing that in every area of your of your walk. And so that doesn't just include your work. If you're making 150000 at work and you're a $150,000 man, but you're not a $150,000 man at home, you know, then then you got work to do. And so it's an encouragement to just keep uh, keep working diligently in my craft, but also to make sure that I'm working just as diligently at home with, with you guys and being the best husband and being the best father I can be. Cool. I love that. It reminded me 
of that. Um, remember when Pastor Mark talked about that? No, oh, yeah. 360 discipleship? Yes, I do. And he did the Da Vinci uh, diagram. diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, um, that was a, few day, a few years ago. Yeah, I have it in my wallet. I was trying to find it because it reminded me of it. But anyway, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, there were like five different areas that uh-huh. he uh, he described when he was doing that teaching one. I believe yeah, one. Yeah, so of- I'll have to. <clears throat> so, as your wife, I want to support you the best I can with this. So, going forward, here it is. Oh, yeah, okay. Eternal, relational, physical, occupational, and familial. Mm Mm-hmm, yes. That is neat that it came back to that. Yeah. Um, That's actually one of my favorite teachings. Mine, too. He's taught one. Mine, too. Um, Okay, so, you know, we are married, and we are, I'm the helpmate. So, with that, with these goals... What do you need from me and how would you, and not just for me, I mean, we're talking me and you, but as, I mean, if this was any husband and they were talking to their wife, what's a way that a wife can best support and encourage their husband when they are branching out and trying to do new things and accomplish their goals? Well, honestly, I would, I would look at it from the other way around, um, for, for instance, for you. You know, I know that your passion has been about doing women's ministry. And over the years since we've been together and since we've been married, that's been something that has really been on your heart and which you kept telling me about and kept sharing with me about how you were passionate about women's ministry and how you wanted to continue doing that. And so you did, you branched out and did various things like small groups and did little women's conferences here at our church and um, and, and gone to different various women's conferences. And that's one of the things that I saw as a husband to a way to encourage you to branch out and step out and to do things that you were passionate and you, you wanted to do. And so, um, you know, I felt like for me, that was something where it's kind of like the principle of sowing and reaping. You know, if I wanted and I, and I expected you as my wife to encourage me and support me in things that I believe that God wanted me to do or that I was passionate about, I first had to be the husband to do that for you. And so I saw early in our relationship to be that one who was sowing the seeds of encouragement to help you to branch out and to help encourage you to do the things that you were passionate about. And so, you know, over time, I think that those seeds have been sown and those seeds are coming to fruition in your life, just like this podcast is doing. And I feel like as my wife, you know, those things can be reciprocated, you know, when I come to you and I share that I'm passionate about something or um, like, for instance, listening to the motivational and, and setting some goals for myself. You know, those goals were things that I share with you. Those are things that you can help me uh, pursue. You know, if I want to get up at four o'clock in the morning, I want to start doing that. And there's a day that I'm tempted to lay back in bed and sleep until 4.30 or 5 like I normally do, then, you know, if you're up or if you hear me, hear my alarm go off, you know, kind of encourage me to get up at 4 o'clock so that I don't go back to bed. I don't do that. Or if I come home and I'm like, man, I don't feel like doing this or that, you know, just, you know, a little bit of encouragement goes a long way. So, you know, those are just ways that you can do, 
or that you can encourage me in, in the area of just personal development, personal growth for me. Um, as far as being a husband, you know, encouraging me to be the best husband, be the best father, I would say that I need feedback just as much as anybody else. You know, I think sometimes, you know, we don't think that, you know, if a person seems strong or if they seem like they got it all together, that they don't need encouragement or they don't need someone to, to encourage them every now and then. But the truth of the matter is, you know, those who seem or appear to be the strongest amongst others need it the most sometimes. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, those types of people can get overlooked because they, they may not always tell you what they're dealing with or what they're struggling with. They just kind of carry it amongst themselves. And so I'm kind of like that. You know, I, I don't always tell you what I'm dealing with at work or what I'm dealing with personally, not all the time, because I feel like I don't need to put that burden on you. But there are times when, you know, I just kind of look for my wife to just see the difference in me and she knows me like you know me. And if you can tell that something's bothering me or something, you don't even necessarily have to ask if, but if you do, and I don't share it with you, you know, you know that you can pray. That's one way you can do that until I'm ready to open up and share what's been going on with me. It's good. Having a conversation first is helpful. Yeah. Uh -huh. Not just implementing changes. Having a conversation about it first is, is good. Communication. Yeah. That's, Communication 101. That is important. And that's been something that we've sought to build upon in, mm -hmm. our, in our relationship since day one is, you know, it's communication. Because I realized, you know, I graduated from college with a communications degree, but that doesn't mean that I'm an expert at communicating. Mm -hmm. And as you've loved to tell me early in our relationship, <laughs> you have no tact. <laughs> and so um, over the years, I, I could agree with that. I, I, I didn't have any kind of tact getting into our relationship early on in our relationship. You know, one of the things that I realized was um, when we first got together, it was seven years that I that I hadn't been with any woman or hadn't dated or anything. And so, you know, being a bachelor for that long and then instantly getting into a relationship, I realized I had had to wipe off some of that dust of mm -hmm. of communication with a, a woman because I can't just talk to you. Like I would talk to one of my friends or my guy friends, you know, I had to realize that you're a lot more sensitive and that I had to, had to um, learn how to better communicate with you. And so that I didn't come off as harsh or critical or unloving. And so you've definitely been that inspiration in my, my journey of marriage to, to help me to better communicate in this relationship. And you've gotten a lot better and well, it goes both ways. And I think we're, we're both continually growing. I think that, like I said, you know, we were kind of giggling back and forth because this week he implemented the whole getting up at 4am without telling me and without having a conversation first. And so, you know, for you married couples out there, when, you know, one of you decides to just all of a sudden get up at 4 a.m., well, that means that the other person's probably going to get up at 4 a.m. too. And so I was a little bit not happy because he disrupted my sleep and came in turning the lights on and his alarm went off and, and I was not the most pleasant. I am, I am a morning person, but I'm a morning person come five o'clock, not come 4am, especially when I am not expecting it. 
And so I was not pleasant for about a few days because I was pretty upset. Like I said, you know, ladies, you know, don't mess with our sleep. So Mm. I think it is um, something that, you know, we grow continually marriage. We have, we are working on, what is this, year... 13? 13. Yeah. My goodness. Wow. You're 13 and we are still growing and still learning day by day. It's like sandpaper, smoothing out the rough edges and in each of us. That's what marriage does. And it's a good thing. Makes you better, makes you stronger, and it helps you. Does it now? Wow. She's sitting here looking at me and smiling <laughs> like, yeah, you better agree with me, right? I know they can't see me, but you better you better agree with me. This and is the and I thing. look at her and say, yes, yes, you are 100% right. Mm-hmm. This Amen. Is the, this is the fun part of the podcasting when we can make faces at each other and talk with our eyes when y'all can't see us. So, well... We are rolling on about 20 minutes, so I'm going to close this off and I'm going to ask you uh, the question that will be my closing question for all of our guests following, and that is, um, I have a mentor in my life who every time we get together for years and years now, every time we are together, she asks me a single question and it has been probably the most challenging and encouraging thing and it's been um, the best thing so that's how I'm going to end all of my conversations and that question is what I mean I know that we just talked about personal development and and the motivational stuff but um, what has the Lord been speaking to you lately what is it is there Is there a scripture? Is there a song? Is there just something specifically that he's been dealing with you on? What is it that um, the Lord has been speaking to you about lately? Well, I haven't been on social media as much. I mean, I scroll through a little bit, but I haven't really posted anything. The only things that I've recently been posting is on the storyline. And the only things I've posted was songs. And so, um, and... Most of the songs that I post are they're Christian or Christ-centered type music, so they're all about praising God and things like that. So I I listen to some music when I'm at at work, and so those are some of the songs. When I post those songs, those are songs that I listen to while I'm working because I I want to set my heart and my mind while I'm working on Christ, and so that's one of the things that I do to kind of motivate me while I'm doing the work that I've been given is to listen to Christ-focused music. And I find that sometimes those songs are really encouraging. Sometimes I may be dealing with something that is right exactly what I needed to hear at the exact moment. And I figured, you know, if that encouraged me this day, maybe this song will encourage someone the same day that I was going through the same situation. So I post those because I want people to be encouraged that maybe one of those songs may speak to their spirit and maybe uplift their or encourage their spirit to to listen to it. And but as far as what God is speaking, um, really, I I just felt like you know the word that I've heard over the past few days for me personally is um, leave no doubt. Three three words, leave no doubt. 
And what I believe that God is speaking to me about is and in, in saying that is, you know, in everything that we do, we are called to live an alternative lifestyle when it pertains to the world's system. And we're always encouraged, you know, when we go to church or whatever we do, that we are to bring honor and glory to, to our Heavenly Father. And so when I hear the words, leave no doubt, you know, to me, I think what God was really speaking to me about is in anything that I, I do, anything I say, anything I think, or even how I respond to people in general, that there should be a leave no doubt type of mentality that I walk in in every one of those situations. You know, whether it's something I say on social media or something I type out on social media, I should leave no doubt about who I represent, what kingdom I represent, what I stand for, what I believe in. Um, if people were to look at my social media account and if they go back from the day I started a social media account, you know, I want to see, you know, if they look through that whole history of my account, can I leave no doubt that I represent Christ and I represent the lifestyle of holiness before them? You know, if they look at my marriage and they watch my life and watch my marriage with my wife, can I leave no doubt in their hearts and in their minds what I believe or what I stand for when it comes to marriage? When they look at our children, you know, can, they leave, can I leave no doubt about what kind of father am I in their eyes based upon how my children interact with me and how I interact with my children? You know, and, and, and it's same thing with employment, same thing with my health, same thing with my finances. You know, in every aspect, like we were talking about with the Da Vinci diagram, you know, all of those areas apply. You know, I want to leave no doubt in the hearts of people's minds that this dude loves Jesus and it's evident, even if he doesn't even say it, it's evident by the lifestyle that he lives. So I think that's the word that I had for, I love that. for the last couple of days. I love that. I love that a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you feel like we need to say before we head out of here? Nope. I just wanted to say that. I love you. Oh, I and love you too, babe. I want to leave no doubt about it on this <laughs> podcast and anyone who takes the time to listen that Randre loves his wife even when she gets angry with me for getting up at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> because I'm motivated through a motivational speaker. And didn't I, communicate it first. And didn't communicate it first. I still love my wife <laughs> and that is for certain. Well, I love you too, babe, and thanks for being here. All right. Stay All blessed, right. everyone. I hope you all really enjoyed that episode and that it was just a fun listen for you. I hope that it still inspired you a little bit because that's what it was. It was a motivational conversation. Um, and I just love what he said at the end, too, about, you know, leave no doubt. And I hope and pray you know, that all of us, we live our lives in a way that leaves no doubt, leaves no doubt on how much we love the Lord, how much we love our families, how much we love our friends and the people around us that leaves no doubt for who we are, what we stand for, who we represent, what we represent. Um, and it just speaks so much to character, I think. So 
that was just a really, really good nugget. My husband is full of wisdom. If you don't know him, then you may not know that, but he is full of wisdom and, um, he has taught me so, so much over the years. And, um, I'm just really, really thankful for him. This podcast would not be possible without him and all of his support and all of the things, um, that he does and all of the ways that he encourages me and cheers me on week after week after week. Uh, I am so, so grateful. I couldn't ask for a better man to stand beside me through all of life. So to lead me through all of life. Um, yeah. So I think that's all I've got. I know I kind of ended it in my intro because I was just so excited, (laughs) but, um, truly I hope that you all have a fantastic rest of your weekend, fantastic week. And I will join you back here on Thursday, uh, for a very special episode of pour it out with a surprise treat for all of you. So when you listen, just know that there's going to be a little incentive in it for you all. So join me back here on Thursday and We'll pour it out together.